This is the sound of defeat. It's the sound of packing up wet sleeping pads, wet underwear, soaking wet clothes at an idyllic campsite. I wish you could see this. It's a little green grassy peninsula sticking out into a beautiful lake, green hills on the other side, forested in front and back, bird song behind me, and sun just now breaking through the clouds. We are in Hoosier National Forest in Indiana, and we are abandoning this campsite before we've ever slept in it. And I want to tell you why. But to do that, I have to start back earlier in the day. In many ways, the site was actually even better than I had looked on the satellite, which is how we've been finding the campsites for this trip, and more about that later. We arrived at uh, the end of the gravel road on this lake in Hoosier National Forest mid-afternoon, and uh, the little forest road just sort of teed into the lake, and uh, we saw there was a little quad bike trail that went off of that, and checked it out on foot and Jill's car is fairly stout fairly capable so we took Jill's car on the little quad bike trail um, up over some steep berms uh, steep clay banks and around the headland to a grassy section with a nice peninsula in the middle of the lake and we set up our camp there and it was the middle of the afternoon and must have been low 90s but felt hotter than that heavy humidity and uh, everyone was ready to get in the water and so we did a little bit of swimming and splashing but our girl was uh, not having that much fun what did you keep on yelling Isla too hot too owie and too itchy too hot owie and too itchy yeah she's got some eczema that it seems to be exacerbated by the heat. So after a little while of swimming and splashing and getting cleaned off, we decided to um, head a little ways into town so that the hottest part of the afternoon would be spent in an air-conditioned vehicle while we did, picked up some ice, got gas for the next day. And it was while we were at the gas station where we had cell reception again that I uh, checked the weather once more and the weather had been updated or downgraded I should say and uh, they were calling for a high chance of rain throughout the night and just about that time just about the time we started back toward camp it began to pour and it rained heavily our entire drive back to camp and by the time we got there there was just a deluge and I was a little concerned about getting our vehicle safely back to the campsite. Um, as I said, Jill's car is very capable, has all-terrain tires, not mud-terrain tires, and 
you know, there are certain things that you happily do when you're near home and when you're got recovery gear and recovery vehicles handy. Uh, and some of those same things you don't do when you have no cell reception, when you've got your kids in the car, when you're several states away from home, and when the consequences are a lake or a couple of days lost waiting for the ground to dry out so that you can drive out. So as we ascertained uh, the slickness of the situation, we determined to um, walk in, break camp, carry it back to the vehicle, and push on with uh, our first nighttime drive uh, to make it to our next proposed campsite uh, in Mark Twain National Forest in Missouri. So it means a, a night drive for us. Uh, we'll, Jill and I will be tired, but um, I guess better to be one day ahead of schedule and a little bit tired uh, than to be a day or two behind schedule and perhaps have broken or bogged down some gear. They say that um, good decisions are the ones where you walk away and don't have any regrets and, and I'm afraid that was not my feeling walking away from that campsite. Um, I was torn because it was beautiful. And I walked away and I thought it would have been nice to stay here for a night. In fact, I still kind of want to stay here for a night. And then I slipped a few times while on foot. And so I think uh, maybe that advice about good decisions being the ones you can walk away from with no regrets is applies more to easy decisions than to good ones. I think often good decisions still involve a bit of being torn, letting go of good things. But we're pushing on through the night. Uh, The two older kids are excited about a nighttime drive because in their words, Jack, why are you excited about a nighttime drive? Because we'll get to see the stars and because my dad had to get us stuck out of the mud. He wouldn't want to use all of the loud pedals gas. That's right. And what you said earlier was, it means when mom and dad tell you you have to go to bed, you won't actually go to bed. So we're going to keep uh, driving on and see if we can find this next pin that we have dropped sometime in the middle of the night in Mark Twain National Forest.